welcome back to Chip Chats. On today's podcast, we are going to continue in our series of myth busting. So today's show is ultra running myth debunkery. We are going to debunk some of the myths associated with the world of ultra running. As my friends and listeners know, I have been logging miles for an extended period of time. And what I've learned over all the years of logging these miles is that everyone has a story. And every time anyone goes out to run, whether it's a mile or whether it's a hundred miles, whatever the distance, it's as real as it gets. This is real life. Yet, with this reality comes myths. And today, I decided to debunk some of the myths associated with ultra running and ultra marathons. So, let's get right underway. Myth number one. Ultra marathons are only for elite athletes. Hmm. Well, in reality, ultra marathons are becoming more and more popular and accessible to a wide range of runners. Now, while some ultra marathons have strict qualifying times and standards, many of the events welcome all participants across all abilities and Backgrounds. So number one, the ultra running world welcomes you. Myth number two, you have to run the entire distance of the ultra marathon nonstop. The bunkery, walking or using a run walk strategy is most common in ultra marathons particularly for amateurs and newer runners and the like. Many participants alternate between running and walking to conserve their energy and complete the race. I am a proponent of using the run-walk scenario. So I like to run for two minutes and walk for one minute I'm really feeling strong, run for five or six or seven minutes and then walk a minute. And at the end of the day, I'm like the Energizer Bunny. I can keep going because of this methodology. Myth number three, ultra marathons always take place on difficult, rugged mountain terrain. Nope. Well, trail ultra marathons are exceedingly popular. There are also road and track ultras available. In fact, some of the largest distances, the longest distances that are ever scored in this field come from running on tracks. So what we see here is ultra ultra marathons can really be held anywhere. So whether it's a 
the beach, which I've done an ultra marathon on the beach. That was not the most pleasant thing I've ever done. You can do mountains, you can do deserts, you can do forests, you can do even urban areas. One of my favorite races is the New York 100. Myth number four, ultra marathons are extremely dangerous and harmful to your body. Well, not really. While ultra marathons can be physically and mentally challenging, proper training, nutrition, and recovering will certainly minimize these risks. I can vouch for that and many ultra runners that I know successfully complete their races without any serious harms beside blisters and aches and pains and utter fatigue. So get out there and have a look at ultra running yourself. Myth number five, you need to have extensive running experience before attempting an ultra marathon. Hmm. Well, while I'd say building a foundation of running fitness is by all means beneficial, it's not a prerequisite to attempting an ultra marathon with a well-designed training plan and gradual progression, individuals with determination and proper preparation can take on an ultra marathon. Myth number six, ultra marathons are always solo endeavors. Ultra marathons can be individual or team events. You can do a relay style ultra marathon which allows participants to tackle the distance as part of the team and sharing the workload and camaraderie. And one of my very first ultra marathons was with a team of 12 and we ran from Miami to Key West. And we went, in that race, we ran fast. Now remember, it's important to consult with other experienced runners and coaches and by all means, your medical professionals, when considering ultramarathon, don't want to go out there and try running ultramarathon without your doctor giving you the green light. And then make sure you're prepared and have the accurate information about your race so that you can have a wonderful and enjoyable experience if those are the right words. Myth number eight. Marathon, ultra marathons are only for young people. Yeah, right. One of my good friends who is one of the best in the world in the 70 and older group, all he does is continue to set records. Oh, by the way, he's, he's better than me and have the greatest admiration for the older runners, not only for what they accomplish, but that they personify going forward and living life to the fullest long after their predecessors may have been taking a easier path in life and, and more idle. So I am all for the older runners of this game and I am one of them. I am in the 60 and older group. Myth number nine, ultra marathons require expensive gear. Who said that? Who makes this stuff up? Now, if you're traveling all over the globe and you're flying on jets and so forth like that, or and let's say you decide to do 
an ultra marathon in some obscure part of the planet, well, it's going to get expensive. But as far as ultra marathons and the cost of ultra marathons, just need a pair of sneakers. Okay, take any share of shorts that you have and hit the, and hit the streets. Get to it. Myth number ten: ultra marathons. Ultra running marathons are always 100 miles or longer. Ultra marathon typically refer, refers to distances longer than a marathon. So that's the definition. Not 100 miles or longer. An ultra marathon, again, is longer than a marathon. And generally speaking, the figure that I like to define where a ultra marathon begins is at the 50 kilometer mark. So 31 miles into the race or a 50 miler and beyond. So ultra marathons, again, according to my description of the definition, they begin at 50 kilometers. Myth number 11, ultra marathons are solely about competition. Hardly. Now, while some ultra marathons have a competitive aspect, Many events emphasize personal challenge, self-discovery, and the amazing experience of the journey. And along with the so-called competition, participants often support and encourage one another. I mean, even in big races, some of the biggest names in the game will stop in the middle of the race to try to assist another runner. Ultramarathoning is, is about self-evolvement and about seeing reality and, and being part of. So it's always good to have competition because the competition first starts with ourselves and then it's fun to have others bring out the best in us. Myth number 20, uh, myth number 12, ultra marathons require constant running without breaks. Debunkery. Okay. Ultra marathons involve strategy and strategic breaks for hydration, refueling, and, and resting if that's what's necessary. Runners listen to their bodies and adopt a pace and rhythm that allows for these intermittent breaks, such as using the restroom, such as making sure that you're not overheating, perhaps taking care of your feet. Another myth busted. Myth number 13, ultra marathons always result in extreme fatigue and exhaustion. Now, certainly these events can be physically demanding, and participants train to build up the endurance and stamina with proper training and pacing and nutrition. Runners can maintain energy levels throughout the race. I remember when I had my best rates and set my personal record in a hundred mile race. I had trained the most deliberately that I ever had and I didn't feel that badly. So, and there, trust me, and there's been others that I really thought that uh, my life was on, on a thread's end. Myth number 14, ultra marathons are, ultra marathon running 
is a lonely and isolating experience. Ultra run marathons, it's become a very interesting social group. It fosters a sense of community among the participants. Every ultra runner I know, once I get to know them, there is a there's a, a shared experience and, and a ultra runner's friendship that I don't get to see every day. So I am a strong proponent for the ultra marathon community. Uh, myth number 32. I mean, myth number six, uh, 15. Ultra marathons always involve extreme weather conditions. Well, there's no question if you're going to train for bad water, the bad water 135, which is considered one of the, if not most toughest races that is a road race in the game. You're going to do this in 125, 130 degree temperatures. It is going to be extreme. There are other races that people race in the freezing cold in Alaska and in Canada. And these conditions are unpleasant at best, but that's not the way it has to be. All these races, some of the races, the conditions are divine and you can pick and choose which one that you would like. So the next myth that I wanted to bring to the forefront and is the final myth is ultra marathoning requires a strict discipline and specialized diet. Nope. One of the ladies who is arguably one of the top ultra runners of all time, she'll eat whatever she wants. And a brilliant elite athlete at every level. So nutrition is certainly important for endurance events. There's no one size fits all for ultra runners. There are some that do maintain a very strict diet and a vegetarian cuisine. Then there's others that will eat candy and Coca-Cola and all sorts of of other calorie dense foods in order to benefit themselves during the race. So that's it. I have done these ultra run ultra marathon races in all sorts of conditions. And at the end of the races, my favorite drink of choice is a beer. And I always drink that beer with a smile on my face. So anyway, thank you for listening to chip chats. Kindly tell other runners and other listeners about our show where we try to bring a a positive viewpoint in this world. So kindly subscribe to the show. And until the next time, we look forward to hearing you spending time with you again on Chip Chats.